Gather round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler, brought to you by Culligan of Lincoln. You need to move more like a doll. We don't need a bunch of cats in here. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Jake Bakovin and Nathan Brennan. If we had 22 Janos, we would be all right. It's like a little throwback to get you going here on a Thursday, a thirsty Thursday. This is the Ticket Water Cooler here on 93.7 The Ticket. The reason why I brought that one back is because I heard a similar quote today as there are a few different players getting a lot of run from the post-practice press conferences from a few of the coaches, Bill Bush, Barrett Rude, uh, Brian Applewhite, all speaking today. And uh, if you remember, and I don't know, do you know too much about Andy Janovich, uh, fullback now in the, in the league? Not too much, no. Uh, well, he was very much beloved in Nebraska. He's the, the, the typical uh, story of a walk-on born and raised here in Nebraska. Right, right. And uh, so the Denver Broncos, when he was with the Broncos, uh, coach, uh, had this to say about him. If we had 22 Janos, we would be all right. We would be all right. So that's what you like to hear. You need that type of mentality in the locker room. And today, Brian Applewhite had this to say of Ramir Johnson. If we could have 120 kids with that have his attitude, then you'd have something special. So there we go. Ramir Johnson, nice. maybe the next Andy Janovich, at least as far as important to the team and dedication to his craft of football. By the way, Celebrate, everybody. You're here. There's football tonight. We've made it. I know it's just the Hall of Fame game, and the Hall of Fame is always fun, but uh, this game always does a little bit something to you. You get excited. You see the kickoff, and then, like, three and a half minutes, you're kind of bored, and you're like, well, we need regular season football now, but still, football's back. That's why I'm saying, Buck, it's not back yet. Hold your horses. I think we can't officially say it's back until college football kicks off. <laughs> and luckily, college football this year will kick off with Nebraska. Not the first game, obviously, but week zero. So it will kick off with Nebraska. It's just, I if the NFL started just week one and this wasn't a preseason game or an exhibition game, or what, I don't even know what they consider this now, to be honest with you. Preseason. Is it considered a preseason? Because I think some of, if for some reason it's like an exhibition. I don't even think it counts as one in your preseason record. I think it or at does. least last why year, maybe, it? I know. No, that's why it, this game is so weird to me because I think for some reason, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just losing myself. But yeah, what, it doesn't are you start, doing your homework? It on doesn't the Hall start of Fame until here? Nebraska kicks off and Ramir Johnson lays somebody out on the 14 yard line. I don't know who's the kick returner for Northwestern, whoever that may be. But it sounds like Ramir Johnson's figured it out. He's going to lead the special teams, one of the best special teams in the country, alongside Bill Bush. Seems like a great special teams coordinator up to this point. I mean, like at least he's saying the right things. And sounds like we're going to have a completely different restructured special teams. There are going to be a lot of guys that, for the most part, you're not used to seeing on special starters, teams this year. Starters. Linebackers. Linebackers. Offensive players. Nobody's off limits. I'm telling you, for everyone that has been doubting this football team, doubting this offseason, I hear you. I understand you. And I know that this is just coach speak, and it is what it is. It's got to get you excited. You know what else is going to get you excited? Update everyone on the text line, 402-464-5685. You can congratulate me if you want because I'm officially a Nebraskan. I've gotten my Nebraska driver's license. It has the sand hills. It's got some cranes on it. It's not as cool as the old one. It looks awesome. It's the coolest license I've ever had in my life. 
And you know what? <laughs> that means that not only am I back, Nebraska football is back. Special teams is going to be a strength for this team this year, and it's time to start drinking the Kool-Aid. It's time to start going officially 7-5, and five, Buck. Let's hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone give oh, him a man. round of applause. Officially, come on. I think Bob Devaney just rolled over in his grave. He doesn't, I know, doesn't want to hear that. No, no, because I know your biggest, your biggest doubts this year have been offensive line and special teams. Rightfully so, outside of Scott Frost. I know that's obviously number one. <laughs> that goes without saying. If you've listened to the water cooler, that's obviously box number one. But a close number two is special teams and offensive line. Offensive line, what did uh, Riola said? Uh, take his head off or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. You're going to have to check out Nick's tweet. So I'm buying the offensive line. Give me the offensive line any day of the week. It sounds like special teams, for what it's worth, maybe it won't look better on the field, we really don't know, but at least they're trying. The problem last year, I feel like, with the special teams, correct me if I'm wrong, Bach, but this has probably been the case for a lot of Scott Frost tenure because they've been terrible. It's almost like they didn't even try and make adjustments. They didn't even try and change. Oh, they gave up by the end That's of the year. That's the thing. Yeah. Is like it, it, maybe it won't look better on the field, and maybe we're just getting excited for absolutely no reason, but at least there's an effort. At least we're trying, right? I mean, it, it, this is... You're throwing starters out there. You have guys that are buying into special teams for the first time, and it seems like a while. Let's go. Let's let's buy it. I'm I'm I'm, I'm buying Nebraska special teams this year. Well, and and so today was certainly the day to to start the buy-in because uh, you've you've got uh, Bill Bush up there at the podium saying all types of stuff, and we'll we'll get the we'll get to some of his quotes here um, today um, here in the next few minutes, and, and we'll play play some of that back for you. But I mean, there's there's a lot of reasons, uh, a lot of lot of stuff, little lot of tidbits out of this post-practice interview to get you fired up. Yeah. And it makes you, it makes you kind of reminds you too, man. These guys doing such a great job throwing Mickey Joseph, all those like interviews that they had. They're not going to talk during the season, man. I mean, these 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 assistant coaches are great at firing you up and getting you going. And I know it's we're going to get a lot of pushback on the text line. Also, I want to thank everyone who said uh, do, I had someone say, welcome the Lemon family. Shout out to the Lemon family. I appreciate you guys. Thomas and Lincoln, unfortunately, agrees with me. Fortunately for you, you're agreeing with me because you've got 10 and three. You're buying the Kool-Aid. Eric says that I'm going to have a come to Jesus moment with Jay Foreman tonight. So I don't know if that Possible. means that he found out. Because if he found out, I don't want to get called out on the spot because then I, I, it's going to be a lot of pressure. I'm not very good in the clutch, never have it's been. It's not like you said you'd beat him in a fight. You're no, just, okay, you're yeah, no, strength, that is, right? no, that is yeah. true. No, I, I've not said by any means I can beat him in a fight. We're just no. seeing who's better at bench pressing. So it sounds like he, he could probably kill found you with out. His bare hands. Right, and I'm not disagreeing with that. I fully, <laughs> I am right, fully yeah. aware of that. That is not our competition. This is strictly bench pressing. So sounds like he found out. We'll have our own beef tonight. We'll deal with that. Thank you again, everyone, for saying thank you for bringing Nebraska back. See money, you're welcome. I like to single handedly take credit for that. <laughs> the coaching staff, the players, all of that. Like, yes, they were very good in supporting instrumental, me. Yeah. They were very instrumental in supporting me and bringing Nebraska back. No, all jokes aside. This is the time that we put the offseason champs to rest because it's actually going to show, show up on the football field. I believe. I, I, I just like I, I know, and I, and I get it. It's coach speak. You guys have heard it before. I've heard it before. You can go to any team in the country. You can look at Georgia Southern and North Dakota right now, who are going to get probably walloped by Nebraska here come week one and two. But their coaches are probably saying the same things. But when it's just a consistent pattern of not only trying to make it better, but seeming like you basically don't care that it's losing you game after game after game, nothing got changed, no adjustments were made, at least there's an effort, and that has to make you excited.
Yeah, well, they don't. And get, I know it makes you excited. I see that I, that glimmer yeah. in your eye, Buck. I, mean, I can get, see the you hope. You don't get A's for effort in college football. You got to go right. out there and win the games. But um, you know, no doubt that it is it is time to drink the Kool Aid. I mean, the, the game uh, here, what, what three weeks away or whatever it is, and uh, I heard there's thirty dollar tickets for the new for the uh, the North Dakota game. So nice. that's that's the getting price. There you it's go. A little bit cheaper than I ever thought I'd see at Memorial Stadium. But times are changing. I mean, we've we'll take it. It's just kind of strange. Yeah, uh, I like all the flack going back and forth on. Uh, Nebraska Twitter with Iowa Twitter um, congratulating them on selling out seven games this year. Of course, Nebraska <laughs> has their selling streak going uh, well beyond that. Let's right, say, right, right. Uh, for for decades and decades and decades. But um, so it, it's all part of the fun, and and I I do mean this as as we've kind of had our off season banter, and uh, admittedly. I, I I am I, I'm not um, drinking as much Kool Aid because I'm just I've have I've had it I've, I've it's been four years I want to see progress on the field he's had enough off season uh, national championships um, but at the same time it's tradition guys drink some Kool Aid I mean it's August the, the football nice. season's around the corner <laughs> these guys are going I don't want to get you know it was kind of funny because last year when DP was coming in we we're all basically saying, you know, just get to 6-6. Six and six. We need a bowl game this year. Of course, it didn't happen, whatever it was, whatever the case, but DP was just befuddled by our our, our, our goals, our, like, the, like mm-hmm. collectively as a Nebraska fan base. A lot of people was just like, yeah, just make it to a bowl game and you're on the right track. Uh, and he said it never should be your goal to be 6-6. Six and six. And, and, and I I'd agree with that. I mean, that's uh, as, as as difficult as a place as, as you may be. I mean, like, there's certain teams, I suppose, right now. Right. Know, if you finish, usually you'd say if you finish three and nine, you know six and six would be a pretty good jump. But obviously they're expecting more out of the team this year, and we'll see. I mean, six wins still could do. We'll kind of see how that plays out as we move on here. But let's get to, uh, enough enough for me and Nate. You hear a lot from me and Nate, so let's mm-hmm. get to some of what Bill Bush had to say today. Let's uh, let's start with how they are using Ramir Johnson. We talked a little Ramir Johnson to get go because he seems to be the star on special teams thus far. Uh, really just going to be, uh, you know, a, a, a valuable weapon everywhere. I mean, you hear, you know, gunner, front line on, 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 on kickoffs, um, slot receiver, running back, all those things. So here's Bill Bush talking about Ramir Johnson today. Well, Ramir is a, uh, you know, and however you want to put it, he's an ascending football player, but uh, he's a core, he's a leader, he's part of the of core four of everything we do, and he just says, yes, sir. And, and, and does everything correctly at full speed. Just, I mean, I just have so much respect for Ramir Johnson uh, and where he's at and what we've asked him to do, the different uh, phases as far as running down and being a gunner on the punt team, being on the starting kickoff team, being on the starting kickoff return team, and on that phase he's going to be blocking people. So everything that we do he is a huge part of right there. And that also is a trickle-down effect from the head coach to the position coach because the running back room is outstanding. That comes down because of what we have from Coach Frost, and it comes down from what we have from Coach Applewhite uh, as far as what he's expected in the room and how he pushes that th- those guys in the room. And we have the same thing going on with all po- positions, but the same thing has really happened where we've met another made a huge jump for us is in the wide receiver room as far as that uh, Mickey's done an unbelievable job, Coach Joseph, an unbelievable job of having his guys ready for when they need to be in special teams and what they're doing. And they have performed at a very high level with a lot of energy because we need offensive guys that can run down and tackle. It can't just be defenders that do that. And so we got to be able to have running backs and wide receivers that can do that. Tight ends fit into their mode right there. Coach Becton is off the charts with what he gets done with us, how he coaches the position. Our assistant coaches are incredible. 
and it, it, it takes a whole unit of coaches to be able to get them ready. Yes, I organize it. I'm the one that, in charge of it, but our assistant coaches are lights out, and I feel it's going to be a big difference for us. There you hear Coach Bill Bush, uh, the special teams coach, special teams coordinator. We've got one now mm-hmm. uh, at Nebraska after practice there uh, to – today and again he started with Ramirez really started to give love to the the whole coaching staff something that was echoed um today by a, a few different people they're pretty excited uh, about the new coaching staff getting going in fact Gabe Irvin said the new offensive coaching staff was night and day compared to last year so uh Nick was kind of calling out the last year's offensive coaching staff <laughs> toward the end he says he wasn't someone's got he got called it. out for it um but it seems like even within that locker room uh they're getting going and it's just it's it's just a, a more bonding, more like it, it's all the offseason stuff you hear about, but it seems to be real this time. You know, they're 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 kind of getting together. They said at least uh, resurgent energy. You know, back into the program. It's not like okay, here we go again. Somehow this isn't working, but yeah, maybe something different will happen. It's okay. We've addressed these things. We brought professionals into the room to get this work done. Uh, here's Bill Bush more talking about Ramir Johnson on the front line blocking. He is. He is. And so what's impressive about that is Ramir was the returner last year. So when he got moved, but some people wouldn't think this, like that when he got moved from returner to frontline, that's a promotion is what that is. That's a promotion. That means that's what you think of somebody when you move them up there like that. And that's why he's up there. And, and uh, you know, I gave the, this, the, the talk the other day how hard he works. But we had a time in spring last year and the drill got over and the first thing he did was ran by me and he said they had four reps. He goes, coach, four for four. Like that. So it meant something to make sure he blocks his guy at that. So, like I said, but again, all the way down through it, to tell you the person who's stepping up that's looking good on special teams for us in all phases like that is also Gabe Irvin, doing a great job for us. So you keep hearing running back names keep coming up in different things. They're covering kicks. They're blocking for people. They're also running. They're doing all phases just like that receiver room is, just like the DB room is like that. So I, I said I, I went heavy on offense because sometimes those guys don't show up as much. But Coach Fisher on the defense for us right, is doing an unbelievable job having his guys ready to go. Coach Root is such a huge part. Those linebackers are ginormous for us. They all, all those starting linebacks will be starting on special teams in some phase for us, so that's great. And then in most places, guys, you don't get the defensive coordinator, which is Coach Shenander. Uh, they usually, like that, at most places, they just step off during special teams and they're kind of on the sideline, kind of hanging out because Coach, Coach Chins is, is out there with me for every single drill. What do you need done? How do you need to coach him? I give him assignments. It's executed well. So I'm just telling you again, offense and defensive assistant coaches, are kicking ass, and I appreciate it. There you go. That's, again, Bill Bush from the podium today, and uh, and it seems to be a little bit more of a group effort. And, again, um, that's fantastic. I mean, because, this, again, they, it, it, we, we're not the only ones that can sit back and address these problems that Nebraska has had. Clearly, special teams has been part of that. Shenander's done a spectacular job with that defense over mm-hmm. the years. Uh, in fact, I always argue, I, I'm not sure if Coach Frost would still be here, for it, if not for Coach Shenander and what he's done on that defensive side of the ball. Um, but to to jump in and, and help out on special teams, you hear all these names. It's not you know uh, a bunch of uh, you know guys with all respect, you know, because this is a way that it can be done. You'll see a group of walk-ons out there. You'll see a group of backups out there. But you heard that all all the starting linebackers, the the, the running backs, Gabe Urban getting in there. Um, you know, maybe they're not starting. That running back position is going to be kind of interesting. We can dress here in a minute. But uh, you, you just you have to feel like the buy-in on special team is certainly there. So if it, it continues to be a disaster. 
disaster, it won't be a lack of effort. It won't be a lack of, of addressing it. And that seems to be, you know, they've, they've said in, in years past, yeah, you know, the, 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 we're addressing it here and this and that. Uh, and it's just, it hasn't worked out, but you, you've never seen them change quite like that. C-Money on the text line, by the way, says, holy cow, he's a smooth talker. Sign me up for special teams. Sign me up for special teams, too. Here's the, it, I think you, you said it perfectly, Bach. When it comes down to it, like, they're putting themselves in a position to be successful. There, There's nothing else that you can want, and that's why this just follows the trend, and I brought it up to you, and it's there – were, there were kind of a list of things that Nebraska fans had that needed to be changed, that needed to be adjusted for you to have confidence in this team, confidence in Coach Frost. Obviously, coaching was a big one. That's been addressed quarterback for what it's worth when Adrian Martinez I, I know there are people that wanted him to possibly stay obviously a lot of us wanted him to move on I think that it was best that mutually they decided to part okay you want to get a starter in the portal not only did you get a starter in the portal you got the big 12 leader and touchdown passes okay defensive line looks like it might struggle a little bit your defense could possibly regress some type of change especially when Casey Rogers decided he was going to transfer oh my gosh the world is crumbling well, you got arguably the best pass rusher in the transfer portal, and then you added some additions on the interior, a couple that have played at the Power 5 level. Okay, that's been addressed. Now we got to look at the skill positions. There, You're losing some pieces. There hasn't really been much, too much, like, next-level talent at the skill positions. Okay, let's dive into the portal. Let's get a former five-star in Trey Palmer. Let's add to the already loaded, and I'll use that, quote-unquote, loaded running back room because I know a lot of Husker fans who want a 1,000-yard rusher. I'll use that, quote-unquote, loaded just because of the sheer numbers that they have. Okay, that's been addressed. Now let's look at the special teams. Listen, I don't know if it's going to look better on the field, and I'm not going to guarantee that it will because at the end of the day, these are 19- and 20-year-old kids, and a lot of things can happen and a lot of things can change very rapidly. You're putting in an effort. You're trying for crying out loud. If I see Luke Reimer on special teams, hey, I'm pretty excited. Is it going to work out? I have no clue. Will he get hurt? I pray to God that he doesn't. But, hell, at least they're giving it a shot, right? <laughs> For crying out loud, you have one of the best tacklers, if not a possible all-Big Ten selection this season, playing on special teams. That has to get you excited. I think this coaching staff and this program has done everything that they've been asked to up to this point. I really do. And if, if you're not buying the Kool-Aid, that's okay. I understand you've been hurt. A lot of things need to happen for us to be headed in the right direction. Let's go. Yeah. This it, just adds to it. It's I, got to. As I've said before, of, of your five or six issues that, that – that stand out. And again, you know, offensive line, special teams, quarterback play, uh, you know, all those, all those things, you need two or three of them to flip. You know, you, you're not, you don't have to be the right. perfect team. Every team is going to have its faults. Every team's going to have, uh, you know, it, it's downfalls. That's going to have to overcome. Not everything's going to go, according to plan. Not everything's going to be spectacular, um, but they've done a good job, I think, in each of those rooms, if you, as you as you mentioned. And the other thing is, too, you know, with, with Trey Palmer, I know there's a lot of hype. The BTN guys were impressed with Trey Palmer. They were at practice today, um, and, um, you know, it's hard not to be. I mean, his confidence, he, he just exudes it. But the former five-star thing I'm not nearly as excited about as the fact that he's got a kick return for a touchdown at LSU. He's got a punt return for a touchdown at LSU. When we talk about how difficult it is, is to get you know an offensive an offensive tackle out of the portal. It is those guys stick. It's difficult to get an edge rusher out of the offensive portal. linemen Nebraska also don't transfer one. that much. Nebraska yeah, got, right. but it's tough to get an edge rusher. If if that's right. your need heading into the portal, 
That's difficult to do. Nebraska was able to do it. That doesn't mean it's easy. Uh, same thing with a special teams guy that can stand out. Not just like, oh, this guy maybe did okay in high school. Like, this guy's proven at the college level, at the SEC level. Um, so I can't wait to see him uh, as your probably your primary punt returner is what it mm-hmm. sounds like. They haven't ex- exactly nailed that down, but I would be shocked if you're going to bench the guy that's already had a couple kick returns and, and a kick return and a punt return for a touchdown. Uh, Bill Bush also talked about uh, the kickoff return and how that's kind of mm-hmm. shaken out. So we'll play that here. Uh, Anthony's doing really well for us, and we have our, our, our kickoff returners installed. We don't have every phase of it installed, but we do have the start of it installed. And obviously, like the first thing I talk about is, is the toughest position to play on special teams is front line on kickoff return. It's extremely hard. And so the guys you pick to be up there are your real dudes. Those, that's the part that's really hard. Then the next level for us right there, the, the, the fullback and the wings, they got to be able to put their face on people for us right there. And then we have to have guys that hit it in a vertical return and, and tough people like that that are used to carrying the ball for ball security. That's why I've always enjoyed running backs at that position uh, for us because they have, they're used to ball security like that. They're used to ball security. Like that. Other people can do it. We have other positions that are doing that, but I've always enjoyed that for like that, and they're used to being hit. They're used to being hit. They're used to being tackled. And so that's always a big plus. Hey, there you go. Bill Bush uh, adding some uh, adding some uh, insight. There. And you know why he's entirely correct, Bach? Because I played kick return in high school. <laughs> you were so the that is, returner? I was, a, no, not kick returner. I played on the front line of the kick return. Oh, okay, yeah. And I'm going to tell you right now, I know it's not college football, but kick return is the Wild West. Like, people oh, already have a head start, and they're just looking to hit you. Yeah, it's adult Red Rover, and it, it probably it should be a not, from the game <laughs> right. at some point. No, but it's not. Like, it is what it they've, is. They've, and they've reduced it. I mean, they, you're not. it's not as important as it used to be. I mean, a lot of these are fair caught, um, you know, take the ball or whatever. It it. It is. It's and still the Wild West. There, it is. The though. I mean, it I'll is, tell yeah. you, it's still adult Red Rover. There's no first there's no hand, other way to explain. First-hand experience, obviously not at the Power Five level or even in college football, but like, it is not an easy position. I'll tell you yeah. that much. And it's and it's honestly exciting for me that you have guys starters by what it sounds like that are saying, "I want to play. I want to be there. I want to play there. Throw me in that position." Like, that's at least. In my understanding, from what I've seen from the outside, that's Nebraska in a nutshell. Guys that want to hit, that want to be hit. Like, that's that's where Nebraska's bread and butter is. And that's wow. where you find success. You better if you're Bring playing it back. in the Big Ten. You better if you're playing, especially in the Big Ten West, uh, embrace the contact. Now, Absolutely. The other, the other thing he didn't mention with the running backs, as he, as he talked about his kick returners, is making a guy miss. My God, has that been a struggle for the uh-huh. returners for Nebraska? It's like the first guy that gets through – there's only 11 guys out on the field. Like, you have to make one man miss. And running backs, obviously, uh, are a little bit more experienced in doing that as well. Um, so it's interesting. I mean, it, it's a bit dangerous. Guys can go down. Guys can get hurt. Um, it's kind of uh, your your typical video game strategy, right? But you're starting running back there as a kick returner. Sometimes it makes sense, though. And, and I think in a season where they're all in and they're trying to, to completely flip, and that's what the feeling is here, too. It's not like, well... You know, we like uh, what this guy or that guy did, so we're going to add a few wrinkles here on special teams. It's like, no, we're flipping the attitude. It's we're all hands on the deck. Idea the culture is being changed. Yeah. yeah. And and again, there's going to be guys like Phelan Sanford. Don't take that guy off special teams. There's guys that don't fit the starter, um, you know, that, that kind of starter or all hands on deck type of role um, in, in that, that are good, that have embraced that role mm-hmm. and uh, will continue to be used well on special teams too. So, uh, unfortunately, as fun as we're having, uh, because Bill Bush is just spectacular, at least on the mic. I can't wait to see what he does on the field this year. Um, we uh, we got to take a break. 
But football is back. I don't care what Nate says. The Hall of Fame <laughs> game is here tonight. Um, so you get to watch some football. And by the way, I'm you know this. I'm as big a college football fan as there is compared to the NFL. I like the NFL too, but I'm, I'm more of a college football mm-hmm. fan. There's going to be some interesting uh, preseason games. There always is. You get those few... Those few possessions, I don't think it's happened tonight because I don't think Trevor Lawrence is playing. Um, oh, really? Yeah. yeah well. But uh, you know, you, as you get into it, there's there's some interesting. Okay, what's you know what's this first round pick doing? What's you know what's That's going fair. on there? Guys That's fighting fair. for roster spots. So don't disrespect the preseason, okay? <laughs> I'm not disrespecting. <laughs> you I'm already just, did. No, no, no. I'm just saying football's not back quite yet. Oh, it's back. It's back tonight. The Hall of Fame <laughs> game. Uh, we will uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back here on the Ticket Water Cool with more Husker football talk. That's what you love. That's what we love, too. We'll do it next.